0: Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right here. I'll tell you how I became the PA turned health coach. (laughs) Okay, for your sake, I will skip the wrapping and stick to my day job, although this has changed. All right, anyway, let's dive in. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss, the kingdom fit mom's way, everything changes. You're in the right place. If weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories, and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community, and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Fit Moms Accelerator is my most popular coaching package because you get to have me as your health coach in your back pocket, essentially. We work together to get to the root of why you're struggling with weight in the first place. We help you relay the foundations for health in your life so you have a very clear picture of how health is part of your God-given identity. I want to help you break off generational chains of obesity or eating fake man-made food or feeling uncomfortable in your skin. I've helped hundreds of women now break free from the weight struggle and I'd love for you to be next. If you're ready to make your dream body a reality... Lose 20 pounds or more this summer and make this year the year that everything changes. Then I have a special that you need to know about. In the month of June, we are celebrating the launch of Kingdom Fit Moms podcast. I have opened up 10 spots to hop into Fit Moms Accelerator for 40% off. You guys, this is crazy. You save $1,000 and you get to hang out with us for six months to get this area of your life under control. Hop down to the show notes to apply today. One spot is already taken. Are you next? I've had some of you asking me lately a little bit about my story and why I went from being a physician assistant to a full-time health coach. And so today, I just want to have a little conversation about that and share my heart, share why I have transitioned from a very good job to doing something that lights my soul on fire to have true impact on women in this area that I could never have in an office setting. We'll talk a little bit about the strengths and weaknesses of getting help with weight loss in medicine and maybe give you some insight for where to turn if you're struggling with your weight, which route to go. Should you hire a health coach? Should you go more of the Western medicine route? And I'll give you the highs and lows of my journey in the past several years and hopefully encourage you to be a little crazy, go for your dreams, do something that lights you up, something that will advance the kingdom in your area of expertise because as we all know life is short and sometimes it takes a little courage to step out of the box and do something that you know you are designed to do but i will tell you that walking with the holy spirit and living out the call on your life they're really i mean guys i there's probably not many gifts that are greater than that and so hopefully you hear my passion In this conversation, and I'll share the whole story starting now. Before I dive into all the details, I wanted to share with you a little bit about my time with the Lord this morning. So I was praying, and I was actually reading in Job chapter 28, and verse 28 really struck me. It says, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. So I sat with this verse as I'm contemplating the message to bring to this conversation today. And I was just sitting, marveling at how vast and amazing and meticulous and loving our God is. And I asked him, can you give me a heart for your people? Can you show me your heart for health and what your desire is for your children? So I sat there and here's what he showed me. So imagine with me on the left side, there were people laying in hospital beds, sick, and people were zoning out in front of their screens, and there were people walking around with the demeanor of zombies, really just surviving but tired and not fully in tune with the world. There was a sense of oppression and fatigue and weariness, and then the vision shifted to the middle, and there was someone in the middle of the two spaces With a rope pulling people up, fighting for them to come out of their oppression and to come up onto the hill, the lush green hill that was over on the right side. Over on this hill, there's a lush valley. It's full of bright colors, zeal for life, and play, and running around, and smiles, and family. There is a sending in the vision. It was like people were walking and running in their places of influence and doing it with joy and purpose. They were living life as the father intended. They were not bound by addiction or fatigue or pharmaceuticals or constant doctor's appointments or false joy through fake entertainment, trying to numb the pain of their past. So I sit here with this vision and share my heart with God, telling him that I know my call. I know I'm created to help restore health for his children, to help be one of the people who is pulling people out of, of that left side of the vision over to the right side where life is life abundant. I know I'm created to restore health, to create a real and raw and simple understanding for how to do this health thing and why it's so incredibly important, why it influences every single area of our life. So I thanked God for this vision and just for the reality check for all of us. We don't have to stay stuck in the bondage of food addiction and poor health. There is so much life for those who choose to walk in his ways when it comes to how we treat our bodies. And when we catch wind of this freedom on the other side, when we understand how good his ways are with food and movement and connection and being still and present, we will no longer feel like we are being restricted But instead, we will understand that there is no better way to live. We won't care that we're missing out on fast food or man-made fake drinks or food loaded with sugar, whatever that thing is that you feel like you just can't live without. Because when our mind shifts to understanding his ways of doing health, this will drag us out of that horrible zombie-like status that was on the left side of my vision. And when we choose to do life the way we were created, We can live in that lush valley, and I'm telling you right now, there is no greater gift than living out the call on your life in fullness. I'm also curious, for you, did you recognize that God was planting seeds in your heart, even as a child, for the call on your life now? I have a memory as a child. I was maybe eight years old. I was hanging out in a group of people. And I was just observing the culture around us. Several adults were hanging out, and I just noticed that they were all heavy. And I remember in my childlike innocence, without any sort of filter, just asking my dad, Hey, Dad, when I grow up, do I get fat? And I honestly thought that that was just what happened. When you're young, you're fit and healthy, and when you get old... And I'm embarrassed to say at that point, I probably thought 35 years old was old. I thought when you get old, you just gain weight and you get unhealthy and you need medications and you need the doctor all the time. So my dad, he was actually pretty fit. And he explained to me that, no, you can move your body, you can eat vegetables and you can avoid that. But what I was seeing in the culture told me otherwise. So a seed was planted in my heart at a young age. There was some tension that I didn't know how to express, except that I wanted to be different. I wanted to grow up and be an adult that ran around and hiked and played and did fun things. I didn't want all of that to end just because I was grown up. So fast forward a few years to college. I was a college athlete on the softball team. I was very active and I really started to pay attention to the scale And I even started to worry when I would see the scale tick up like one pound. The culture around me at this point told me that being a certain size was everything. What I considered fat at this point in my life is just ridiculous in hindsight, but it is what it is. I also loved sweets and chocolate and cafeteria, junk food, and the freedom to eat whatever I wanted. But at this point in my life, I didn't love real food. It was just tolerable. And I had heard, you know, growing up, fruits and vegetables were good for me. But I didn't understand at a greater depth, nor did I really care why. But I did care about maintaining my weight. So I learned to more occasionally choke down that real food so I could maintain the physique I wanted that I considered to be ideal. But I also knew that if I spent two hours or more a day exercising, which I often did as an athlete, I could save up calories to eat whatever I wanted. Well, then my softball days ended and I went to grad school, which required a lot of sitting at desks, and I no longer had that calorie buffer to eat what I wanted. So I suddenly felt enslaved. I had to out-exercise the things I wanted to put in my mouth. So I'd count how many calories I was burning using the body bug. I don't know if any of you use this. It was this old clunky, essentially like a Fitbit, except around your arm. And I would count how many calories I was using with the body bug. And I would save up 500 or more calories at the end of the day to just eat whatever I wanted. It put so much pressure on going to the gym or moving a certain amount just to get my unhealthy comfort food in. And it didn't make sense. And it was actually, like I said, very enslaving. So then I started to really wonder, gosh, there's got to be a better way. So in the midst of my studies in PA school, I also started learning through books like Body by God and the Daniel Plan and others that spoke of freedom that comes through eating whole foods that God made. The shackles really started to fall off my eyes as I started to see food in a different light and understand that God made food perfectly to fuel our body in a way that is naturally low calorie by the way the book Body by God by Ben Lerner, it was really foundational in my understanding of how to eat highly recommend it but it's really interesting to hear his story because he talks about how he came from a family of obesity and he assumed that that's how he would end up until he learned that being heavy is not something you necessarily inherit it has way more to do with your lifestyle so he transitioned to eating whole foods pretty much all the time and now he even trains olympic athletes to do the same and how and teaches them how eating whole foods will drastically improve their performance as olympic athletes for me it's taken a long time it took over a decade really for all of these truths to set in and to experience true freedom where i literally never count anything i don't count calories i don't count macros Those tools were helpful in a season, but it's not something I want to be enslaved to for the rest of my life, and I'm not. In PA school, we learn about all sorts of diseases, and at the top of nearly every disease, it has a predisposing factor that lists obesity. It's basically skipped over like, yeah, it is what it is. People who are obese struggle more with heart disease, diabetes, high cholesterol, depression, and the list goes on and on. Something inside of me twisted and turned every time I would see this, and I wanted to stop the lecture several times and say, can we just have a discussion about this very glaring issue that everyone seems to just ignore and accept? Obesity. I remember learning little to none about nutrition in PA school. Like, I actually can't even remember learning anything about it, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I saw a stat recently that medical doctors have 0.27% of their curriculum about nutrition and the PA curriculum mirrors what MDs learn, and I believe it. It just wasn't talked about. I remember learning about some weight loss medications and pretty much nothing else about how to fight the obesity epidemic in a way that would actually help. I was known among my friends in PA school as the girl who loved obesity I know it sounds silly, but it's true. I was fascinated with learning about the why, the psychology, the mindsets, the physiology of it all. I did my capstone project about it and actually did my undergrad project about fitness and I, and I couldn't stop thinking about this serious problem and how to save the world from a very lifestyle preventable issue. God was preparing me all along and the desire and the love for helping people break free was planted at a very young age. This is a reminder to all of us parents, right? Pay attention to what your kids love and are interested in and encourage them to run toward their interests because oftentimes they are wired that way for a reason. So in 2012, I started practicing medicine. Since then, I've been in prompt care, which is a lot of fun because you get to work with all types of different people and put fires out for acute issues. I've worked in family medicine Most of my time, I've met some incredible patients along the way. But after years of practicing medicine, I grew increasingly unsettled. I remember a specific patient that I saw. I'll call him Joe. He was in my office for an emergency room follow up. He hadn't seen a medical provider in years. He went to the emergency room for insanely high blood pressure. He was in his 30s. He was probably 100 pounds overweight. He started on three blood pressure medicines in the emergency room. When he came into the office, we found out he was diabetic with an A1C of 14. And if you aren't in the medical world, that means his sugar is really, really high. His cholesterol was through the roof too, as you can imagine. Now, I know that this is an extreme case, but you'd be surprised how often something like this happens. We are a culture here in the United States full of men and women walking around living their lives without a care for what they put in their mouth or how they treat their body until it gets to the point where they need to care about it or they could literally die. I worked with this patient, talked about whole foods, movement, rest, And over that first year, he really adopted a lot of the strategies. His A1C, it dropped from over 14 to below six. He got off of diabetic medications. He reduces blood pressure meds to one, and he eventually lost about 60 pounds that year. All of this is amazing, right? But here's where I'm frustrated. How do we prevent this in the first place? How do we make true impact so that we don't have a society walking around ready for the shoe to drop and end up laden with disease, feeling suddenly hopeless with a sense of dread, now wishing they would have taken this more seriously years prior? I had countless situations where I so wish I could have had an impact on a patient 20, 30 years prior so they wouldn't be in their current circumstance. Now I remember another patient, I'll call him Steve. He was newly diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. He went on the typical route of getting methotrexate, which is a medication to help reduce the symptoms and treat RA. But this patient was very motivated. He was ready to do whatever it took to treat his disease and get out of pain. We had a long discussion about the Whole30, which is a food model of eating whole foods for 30 days. In lowering his inflammatory load through the power of real food. So he started making these changes and his pain improved dramatically. I remember he told me that he asked a doctor he respected if changing his eating could make a difference in his RA diagnosis. The doctor actually said no, that he'd have to be on medication for the rest of his life. But Steve, he was not going to settle there. He ended up going to an alternative medicine clinic that focuses on detox and reversing chronic disease. They have a long track record of getting patients off medication and living in remission from their diseases, like multiple sclerosis, autoimmune conditions, skin diseases like psoriasis, so much more. And Steve's results were incredible. He went through the detox process. He did all the things that most Western medicine physicians I meet think are crazy and not legitimate or they don't know much about it. And therefore they don't practice this way. And again, I don't blame these medical providers. It's just a general lack of knowledge or a lack of belief that there is an alternative approach to doing things. So now Steve is symptom free off all medication, playing baseball and eating a plant-based diet. Don't tell me that what you eat doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. As a PA, situations like this drove me to seek out what else is out there for providers to learn about when it comes to reversing disease through the power of what we eat and how we treat our bodies. I soon discovered an entire organization called the American Academy for Lifestyle Medicine. I proceeded to get certified and this organization is amazing. They focus a lot on plant-based eating, exercise, rest, stress management, all the things that we know we need to do not only for preventing disease, but reversing chronic conditions. There are actually quite a few impressive studies that show how lifestyle medicine can reverse plaque in the arteries, prostate cancer, depression, anxiety, high cholesterol, and so much more. I remember one day standing in my kitchen chopping food. And it was one of those Holy Spirit moments. I heard in my spirit, if you want to influence culture, if you really want to break the obesity epidemic and change the culture to be healthy and understand and love real food, it has to start with moms. I could see patients one by one in my office for 20 minutes at a time, if I'm lucky once a month, but usually less. And every now and then, it was impactful, and I would see lasting change. But honestly, usually not. But if we empower moms, if moms break off that generational bondage of obesity, if moms help their kids have an identity of health, if they show their kids that eating real food is normal, if they heal the wounds that led them to struggling with weight in the first place, if they're willing to go there, if they teach their families how to cook and sit around the table and enjoy one another, if they make movement a regular part of the family culture, this will change the world. Experts are predicting that by 2030, half, half of the United States population will be obese. Over 250 million children will be obese, they are predicting. Why is this such a problem? Well, we know that obesity is linked to all of these diseases. I've heard experts also say that children now are predicted to have a shorter life expectancy than children 20 years ago. And this, I believe, is very much tied to the obesity epidemic and our lack of understanding of how to be healthy. If we want to stop this pattern, we have to do something that has more impact than what we could ever do in an office setting. If you're listening to this and you are a kingdom minded mom, don't discredit your ability to change generations after you by saying yes to making your health a priority and to stopping that generational bondage. Say it out loud. This stops with me. So, back to my story. It was 2019. I was part of a lovely MLM company, and I knew I didn't want to be selling skincare for the rest of my life, but I also sensed that I was doing this for something more. There was a deeper reason for learning about sales and marketing and business. I had a business coach and I told her my passion for health and helping people to reset their lifestyle. And she said, very simply, have you consider health coaching? I didn't even know what that was. I was actually baffled to think, you mean people will pay me to help them to get healthy? For me, this was something that had just become second nature, and I really didn't know much about it at all. Then, in February of 2020, after doing lots of research on how to get started as a health coach, I opened my business. I started working one-on-one with moms trying to lose weight. I quickly transitioned the one-on-one model to group coaching and created an entire program from there. Over the past three years, God, he has been so gracious to reveal a kingdom-minded weight loss process through hearing all of your struggles and seeing what works and what doesn't. This is how Fit Mom's Academy was birthed and now Fit Mom's Accelerator. I get up every day so dang excited to work and share my passion with the world because I know so many of you are stuck in this bondage of thinking about your weight all the time. And I know with certainty that I can, with this, with the help of the Spirit and all He has entrusted to me, help you out of that pit. I have seen it now with countless Fit Moms. They have changed the way they think about this whole health thing. One Fit Mom has completely changed the way that she sees food. You can hear more about her story in episode three. She now is clear on what to eat. She's not confused by diet culture. Her husband has even said that Fit Moms Academy has been one of the best investments that she has ever made because she's patient with her family, she's confident, her marriage is better. It has transformed every area of her life. Another fit mom, her story is that in a four-month window, she was down over 20 pounds. And the main thing that shifted for her is that she accepted the identity of health. She accepted that she is a fit mom, that she can start living out the version of herself that heaven sees, even when it has not yet manifested in the physical. She has quoted, I'm no longer trying, I'm training. She learned how to break off shame from bullying that she had experienced as a child and to start living in truth without lies hanging over her head anymore. Another fit mom, she lost 30 pounds in three months and really restored the glory of God of real food in her life as well. She loved to bake and so she learned to take that love for baking using real food and blessing other people Through healthy baked goods. I could go on and on and on talking about all of the transformations of fit moms, and I'll continue to teach and I'll continue to share more and more of their stories in this podcast in later episodes. I like to think about this kingdom impact moms are making in our fit moms movement. They are saying yes to getting well, to stop hiding in pictures, and to show up fully at their kids' pool parties. They are training to hike with their family on vacation. They are changing what food looks like in their home, changing what is normal for their kids so they're not confused when they grow up about food. They're not only joining in fitness classes, but some of them have become leaders in fitness now. They are changing the culture around them. It started with a yes. It started with a vulnerability to go there. Many of these women have felt ashamed because they have tried so many times and failed that it's really hard to start again. They were brave enough to dig up past wounds and to repent and admit that they had not been treating their bodies with honor, all without shame, by the way. But repentance, changing the way we think to God's way of thinking, this takes courage and it also brings God so much joy, I believe. These women are saying enough is enough. I want to stop the diet roller coaster. I don't want to go into my doctor's office anymore and fear the scale in my labs. I want to become the healthiest version of me possible and see all the ripple effects that it has in every other area of my life. This is what it means to be a kingdom fit mom. We are done with going from diet to diet. We are done with quick fixes. With going to our medical provider to ask for a medication to fix a problem, we're done eliminating food groups like carbs that God designed. Instead, we are getting really clear on what real food versus fake food is, and we are figuring out how to be insanely consistent and make health a part of our day-to-day lives. Even in the midst of vacation or grief or parties or whatever comes our way, being busy and being healthy are no longer mutually exclusive. We understand that being healthy, that treating our bodies well, deeply correlates to our spiritual well-being. We can no longer separate the two in the body of Christ. So the moral of the story is this. I know, I know that being an advocate and fighting against the obesity epidemic is my call. I tried doing that in a Western medicine office setting. It doesn't work. There's rarely a case like the ones I described above where someone changes and oftentimes some of the damage, most of the time, the damage is already done. What does work? Influencing moms to be the change makers, which is why we are a movement in Kingdom Fit Moms. We are women who are brave enough to dig out the roots like abuse or trauma or a sense of comfort in food or generations of scarcity or whatever it is. Figuring out why the struggle with weight exists. Reworking our time and priorities to make health very high on that list. And changing the culture in our home so that health becomes a part of our children's identities as well. Do I despise medicine? Of course not. There's definitely a place for it. But it should not be the solution for fixing health problems. You are not just doomed to be on unnecessary medications. Yes, of course God has ultimate control, but we have to start taking responsibility and understand that we are co-laborers on this mission. We have the power to make serious impact on how our bodies look and feel in several decades down the road. I've heard in a book recently a statement that I actually really disagreed with. She said something to the effect of, we don't serve a God that asks us to heal ourselves we need to instead bask in the glory of eternity and accept that our eternal bodies will one day be redeemed while i understand partly what she's saying i think she is drastically missing the mark that we actually do have the power to influence our healing in incredible ways here on this side of heaven releasing trauma and emotional wounds eating real food moving our bodies and getting strong all of this so we can do kingdom work more effectively. It's not for my glory, but for his. And if we are naive to take the back seat in our health and just say, it is what it is, we are so seriously missing out. Missing out on the abundant life God promises. Will I go back to medicine? Maybe. But I won't likely be able to practice general medicine in the way I did before. I'm so passionate about helping people restore how they see health and I don't know if that's possible in a typical family medicine office setting. I do think healthcare providers are rising up more and more and saying, something isn't right. We were taught how to treat disease with medications, but we weren't taught how to actually help people get well. Maybe you are trying to decide what the next best step is for you. Should you go the medical route or work with a health coach? Now, full disclaimer, I do not know your history. And of course, you should ask a trusted healthcare provider if your history is more complex. But if you want to actually transform your lifestyle, it's typically not going to be found in an office setting. It's just not. You can get a few tips and tricks, but most medical professionals aren't trained in weight loss and they're taking advice from drug reps or what they learned in medical school. I spend hours as a health coach with my clients inside a fit mom's accelerator weekly check-ins on a call plus accountability throughout the week plus occasional one-on-one calls and so much more it is a lot of touch points where i really get to know intimately their struggle in family medicine as a pa i would see a patient for 20 minutes sometimes monthly so you can see the difference here so my advice if you're someone who really wants to change Someone who is ready to spend a season of her life doing some hard work to shift her foundations and set the rest of her life up for success and an identity of health, then hire a health coach you trust. I've been in both shoes, and honestly, I think losing weight with a health coach is the way to go. The other thing I want to again emphasize is this go for your dreams. If you have something inside of you welling up, a message to get out to the world, a business to start, a volunteer opportunity you've wanted to do, a big move for your family, a new season, whatever it is, if the spirit is prompting you to do it, be obedient. Within two years, my family moved. I quit my job. My husband quit his job. We decided to homeschool. We have made some major changes. Not all the things we left were bad either. In fact, most of them were good. But not everything that is good in your life is the right thing for the current season. Our obedience to make these transitions has not been comfortable. I am certain people think we're crazy, but I would not change it for anything. I'm seeing God continue to provide in ways that I could have never imagined I have an incredible testimony of faith that could only come from being like Noah, building a boat, being the crazy person until it rained. If you have this dream in your heart and you know that you're not showing up fully because you're always thinking about your weight, then let's work together to break off that bondage. Let's help you to be set free from the burden of excess weight so you can go shine your light with the world. Follow your heart. Go for your dreams. Don't stay stuck in something just because you were told you have to or it's comfortable or you got a degree or your family says so or whatever it is. Life here on earth on this side of heaven is short and we need more warriors in the kingdom unafraid to get uncomfortable for his glory. Just imagine a world full of men and women with truly healthy bodies bold and unafraid to live out the call on their life even when it got uncomfortable that will change the world i am confident every week we take just a few minutes to teach you something to help restore the glory of god in real food the more you know the more you will fall in love with god's design for food I want to help restore what the enemy has twisted and transform your mind to become obsessed in the very best way with food as medicine and the thing that will give you your health and life back. Okay, today let's talk about chickpeas, also known as garbanzo beans. If you're a hummus fan, then you're eating chickpeas regularly. Few fun facts about chickpeas. You can grow them in most climates which is really interesting to me because my husband and I have just been diving into gardening and I eat a lot of chickpeas. So I think it'd be pretty fascinating to grow them on our land. Chickpeas have a natural insecticide in its leaves to keep bugs off. Hey, how about that? One of the amazing features of chickpeas is that it has soluble and dietary fiber. This is important for your health because it reduces cholesterol absorption in the bloodstream and it helps to maintain a healthy blood sugar level, which in turn lowers your risk for heart disease. Chickpea's fiber helps you to feel fuller longer, which lowers your appetite and leads to an overall decrease in caloric consumption. Chickpeas are high in fiber, and when you pair them with quinoa, they create a complete protein. So if you're not a meat eater, then this is a great alternative to get protein in. If you have ever struggled with iron deficiency anemia, consider adding more chickpeas to your diet. One cup of chickpeas, depending on how big you are, is enough for a half down to a fifth of your daily requirement of iron intake. Chickpeas can lead to less iron deficiency. Some of the ways that I eat chickpeas. Number one is hummus. I honestly have not yet branched out to making my own, but that is on my very near future bucket list to making my own hummus. I eat chickpeas out of the can, honestly, most days of the week. I will take them out of the can, rinse them in water, and sometimes just eat them on top of a salad to bulk it up a little bit. So I'll make a big bed of lettuce, chop up whatever veggies I have. I love adding sunflower seeds, sliced almonds, whatever nuts I have, and then I put chickpeas on top. I will add a little bit of olive oil and salt and it is delicious. I love having chickpeas in the air fryer as a snack. I'll take whatever seasoning I have on hand which if you don't know already, I love my Epicure seasonings because they don't have any of the added junk in them. I'll put a link below in the show notes so you can check out that company, but I'll add different Epicure seasonings like the CCB or ranch seasoning or whatever I have on hand, sprinkle it on the chickpeas, put it in the air fryer on 350 for like three minutes, maybe up to five, and it comes out really crispy and a delicious snack. You could also throw that on top of a salad as well. You can add chickpeas to soup. Literally, you can add them pretty much any soup because it will help bulk it up a little bit. I will often make vegetable soup. Again, whatever vegetables I have on hand, I'll add some sort of tomato base sometimes or broth base, and then add in whatever seasonings go with it, and then add in chickpeas. And if I'm in a pinch for a quick dinner, I will use my 90 second, I'll use my 90 second grain bag from Aldi which has quinoa and brown rice. I'll add some chickpeas on top. I like adding a little bit of jardiniere, whatever, peppers, onions, anything that I have, and I have dinner in five minutes. Chickpeas are amazing. I would love to hear your favorite ways that you enjoy eating chickpeas as well. Real food is awesome. Let's continue to restore the glory of God in real food together. Hey, Fit Mom, if this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light.